Happy Tuesday! Why, hello everyone. It is the 19th of June, and we are in sweet Bixby, Oklahoma, and our smiles are bright and white. <laughs> oh my goodness, okay. See? See, she's smiling right <laughs> I, now. I am now. It's bright, wow. and it's white. You have your, your teeth are just shining everywhere. Okay. There it is. Wow. See? That was quite a start. Yes, it is. So, we hope everyone is having as marvelous as a week as we are. It is good to be home, good to be back with our family, and just enjoying this time while we have a youth dunk going on, yes. which we're very excited about. So that's made us empty nesters for the first time ever. Yeah, yeah. We have never, we have not ever had the house to ourselves for a length of time. I mean, a few hours, not even overnight, I don't think. Maybe, maybe overnight once or twice. Yeah. But this whole week, yeah. we're empty nesters, and so here we are. And and we kind of miss our girls. We, we, no, we do. We desperately miss our girls. <laughs> we do. That's true. We're like, oh, woohoo, we're empty nesters, and we're like, oh... We miss the girls. We do. so We miss them. That's okay. So, But we are so excited about the dunk. The kids are all gathered. We have 12. Uh, I think they're all teens. Or yeah, they're maybe, all teens. Okay. Ish, ish. So, yeah, 12 and uh, started on Sunday. And Pa got to share yesterday. I get to be with them tomorrow. And, Yay. And, uh, yeah, so we've just been just really marveling at what's happening. We... Uh, the barn just incredible, incredible, and just seems like it grows in its um, completion every day. There are parking spaces paved, yeah, and they're working on additional because uh, it's kind of a big parking lot, and so <laughs> and the driveway is very long, and it's all going to be concrete. So they're they're doing like half of it so that you can still drive in and out on the gravel while they're paving half of the driveway. And then once that's completed, then they can drive up and down the concrete and pour the second half. And uh, so that's all happening right now, while simultaneously on the interior, a lot of the sound equipment and uh, the, the sanctuary portion, which we call Harvest, is uh, is having all kinds of bells and whistles attached <laughs> yes, to it. Yes, it is. So it's getting very fancy, and and we're getting very excited because we are a few short weeks away from completion and um, our certificate of occupancy. Yeah, and we uh, yesterday got to have a little adventure. We moved um, our three horses. To their new home. We did. And uh, so, Taruma, Reptavia, and Red Bell. So, uh, Tav was the fortunate one who got to help me <laughs> with that. And and it was, I can say, it w- we got quite hot. And, uh, and it was uh, a lot packed into a little amount of time. But they settled right in. And we went, we were on date night last night. And we, we wanted to check them you know, there's all these different things, like they have a new grazing area, and this grazing area has not had livestock of any kind uh, in it, and for, well, 
a while. There had been cows at the land, but they, I don't think they'd been in this part. So it's pretty hardy. So we want to make sure they're not eating themselves silly and right. they know where the water is. I came home. We, Tom and I were both soaking just from sweat, but then I was splashing in their water trough. And I'm sure you can all picture this so that they knew where the water was. I had led them over there, but they kind of had this little corner they were hanging out in for a while. So I'm splashing so they know where the water is. And I, I drove by numerous times and oh they're in the little lean to and so they know where the water is but we we walked out and they just it was sweet because there was just an immediate fruit from the move they came right up to us and you know after having been moved in a a trailer which um you know is not a horse's favorite thing at all travel is not their favorite but you know, so I still had their halters on because I get to do something with them during the dunk this week. And so wanted to leave those on and they're not really accustomed to wearing those much. So were we about to catch them and take them on another trip or what were we doing? And they just came up. They were so happy to see us and so snuggly, just nuzzling us. And Taruma let me give him a big long hug. I love hugging them, and he's the huggiest of he the is batch. The so and kisser, he likes to kiss. So, um, <laughs> so we just got to have a sweet interaction with them. And then this morning they were kind of back to the pecking order of eating, and I was trying to be helpful and spray them with fly spray because there's kind of a different kind of fly over there that. They were not enjoying, but they also were not enjoying me taking care of this while they were eating. So they, they started what we call the do do It's when the leader of the pack, who's Taruma now, is going to make someone else move from their spot and go to their bucket and start eating it. So they all have to move. So then the next one in the pack, which is Reptevia, then goes to Red Bell and makes him move. And they, they do this for a while, and it's like, just eat but it's fun to watch it so is fun. i i finally just stepped out and let them just have their moment and eat and i'll spray them later <laughs> yes we will so we have um any other announcements yeah we have our eighth immersion starting um on the 30th really excited about That's that a packed house too yeah we we got full on that so we we had to to close registration because we got full, but um, very excited about that. Lots of speaking of which, please register for August Rush because yes. the spaces are going very very fast. And if you have not registered, you're going to want to do that. Yeah, we're trying to find all the people that we know said they were coming, but have not registered, and we're sending them urgent alarm emails to. Register quickly before we have to cut off the registration. Yeah, I think uh, we had a big group that registered overnight. So we're almost at forty Cypriots right now. Yes, yeah. The Crazy. nation of Cyprus just registered, and so that really took our <laughs> registration up. That was awesome. We're so excited, so excited about that. And uh, South Africa, I think they've been registered for a bit, but we've just got. Large groups of our family coming from from there and from all over. We're excited. I think all of Napa's coming, at least yeah. just about. So, yay. Yeah. So get your registrations in, and we'll, if you register over the next few days, we'll mention you on the next podcast. <laughs> that may not be incentive at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm all thinking it's incentive. It's probably like, oh, no, really don't, don't, don't mention do us don't on the podcast name. yet. Speaking of podcasts. We, we have an idea 
and we want to invite you into it. So we would like for the next few podcasts to do Q&As. So you send questions, we will give you answers. All the hard ones, Pa will answer. What? I will answer the rest. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but, and if we find, because we have told you we've just recorded 16 video casts, if any of those topics, you know, get mentioned in, for the Q&A, we'll let you know, hey, that video is coming. But we would love for you to email us. Mm-hmm. With your questions, and we will, depending on how many questions we get, if there's one, it's going to be a really short podcast next week, so help us out. But, That's right. <laughs> but if there's there's quite a few questions, we will um, we'll break it up in two weeks. We'll just see what happens. But email us at... Info at blueflame47.com. I-N-F-O at blueflame47.com. See, right now, when Iggy's listening to this, she's going to breathe a sigh of relief that it didn't. we didn't say Iggy at blueflame47.com. Because everything questions. else goes <laughs> to her. <laughs> so, info at blueflame47.com. Send us those, and we will we'll try to answer all those in the next few podcasts. And we're really looking forward to it. We are, yeah. 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 So, um, but for this podcast, which we're also very excited about. Yes. So, um, the good news is, is that this vision that Papa's been speaking of for some time now, that we're, we're called to be family, we're called to be this community of kinsmen, the kahal, that within that, God has always intended for us to become spiritual mothers and fathers, but beyond that, to become grandparents. And so, from parents to grandparents... And then from grand grandparents to great grandparents, and that the purpose being that there's so many people in the world that do not know God's love as you do, because we have all of us experienced that as we've walked through this journey of maturity, and we've we've seen His heart, and we've interacted with God deeper and deeper and deeper, and and He has brought us into circumstances where. We have been tested and we have made difficult choices at difficult times and we've seen the fruit. And, but in the, the, the end of it, we have been transformed into people of love and that, um, that love that is seen in us is more and more like him. And so he is so excited for us to be able to be parents and grandparents and then from grandparents to great-grandparents to see the calling, to see the, um, the ministry, if you will, of others. Those spiritual seeds that God has sown in their hearts birthed so that there can be nurturing and development and then releasing people into their destiny. And for so many years now, we have been carrying this promise, this whisper of God that he is going to reveal the royal priesthood and that they would be oaks of righteousness and that all of the expressions of the priesthood would be carried by this generation and that because of that, the, the world would know God far deeper, far wider than we've ever seen in the past because there is a path that is being uh, made and and for years now we've been making that path with a machete, and it's not been easy. It's been long. It's taken many years, um, and it's been difficult. But that path is widening now, and and it's coming to that place of completion where others will come behind us, 
and they will make that path uh, more clear, more distinct, and then soon thereafter it will be widened, and soon thereafter it will be paved, and soon thereafter it will be lit, and, uh, and, and it will be a highway, and, and it's a highway to God's heart. And so uh, we're just grateful to see that this ache that we've had throughout these years had a purpose. And, and it's, not, it's not something that we were tortured by, but it's something that we've had the joy of waiting with God because so many other people had choices to make. But now the season is upon us. And this is what we're seeing is we're seeing these spiritual destinies birthed and we're seeing these people rise up and, um, and they need to be nurtured and they need to be developed and, uh, and they need to be released and not owned and controlled, and not rejected and pushed away, but given a place where they can birth, nurture, develop, and release this call that they have. And so when we birth and release them, they grow up, birth, and release their children, and their children grow up, birth, release their children, and then we see this parent, grandparent, great-grandparent, um, of the many generations of the kingdom being released where people realize that God had something for them to do that participates in this body, just like an arm and a leg and an eye. Every person has a role to play. Every person has a call. And to give birth to that, to nurture that, develop that, and master that, and release that, and be be released in that, <clears throat> and release the children and grandchildren in that is what's always been in God's heart. And we're getting to do that. And that's happening now. And it's such a blessing for us all. Yeah. And I think in it, you know, it's not so much a, it, well, it's not at all a position to have. It's a place to be. It's a place to be where you get to grow and try. And you know what? Sometimes fail. And have somebody right alongside to help you back up to try again. And in our world, the way we know it, it can be all about positions instead of place. You know, just having a place to be. I remember one of our immersions, the uh, covenant love and Fuji had heard was place setting. It was just this place to be, to be able to occupy and grow and, and learn and experience and experiment and and be cheered on and be challenged and that kind of thing. And I think more and more, and we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast, but we're, you know, getting more and more opportunities to be in our community of Bixby or Bigsby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which I was refusing to say, but I'll, I'll say it now. And, uh, but as the barn has been birthed, you know, and it, it, you know, we've talked about that. It seems like it just sprouted out of the ground one day, but people talking to us are like, we're so excited for you guys. That happened so fast. And um, we're knowing the four, four and a half years that we've been journeying and the times where we thought we're going to press ahead and wow, it's going to be done this amount of time. And Papa was like, pause. You know, we had times where the whole plan changed and um, you know, at one point there were going to be several buildings and, and Papa wouldn't relent till he drew us back to his original picture and was like, this is what 
this is what I've invited for now, you know, and this is what I want you to occupy. And we've always seen that in him. He's always given us a place to occupy. And and even being on a land as big as Araba, I can really say we, we are occupying the land in so many ways now, but there's so much more. And some of the that just taking our place in the land has been the tent. You know, we we took our place there for this season that was a lot longer than we thought and have loved it and um and then we get to occupy the barn and, and then see what he wants to grow from there, even while things are sprouting up kind of in different places in the land and you'll see that when you're here mm-hmm. for AR. Can't wait. Um but it's so much about being at rest in the place he's provided. We've talked about that so much with the tribes and, and just the one we, we talked about recently with Zebulon. Um, but what we've seen is just more and more, and we talk about it often and we just won't stop, is is the weight, you know. And it, But we've come to this place of celebrating, you know, there's that... that um, moment where somebody's like, well, that was fast. And you want to go, was it though? (laughs) Because here's all the things that happened in this journey. And, and you recognize that sometimes it's just for this person to have the testimony. It's not for them to know your whole trial. You know, other people, you get to share that, like everybody here among us, they, they know all the years of the portals and the bugs and the heat and the cold and and a lot of you that have come for different events, you've walked through it with us, so you know that too. So our celebration is a bit different than the people in our community who are like, that was so fast. They're just like, wow, how'd you get that done so fast? You know, that's amazing. And they're in awe. And see if we if we try to make someone occupy the fullness of our story, like having to go through everything we did instead of letting them occupy the testimony and get to go farther with us, we miss a huge opportunity um, to really be a refuge. You know, there's so much just going on with, with refugees right now, and our hearts are very torn. And I can say, for me, I have just spent so much time talking with the Lord about it, about the the refugees and the borders and, and just... Um, Letting him give me words to pray and letting myself be quiet with him as I know he's moving and I know he's doing things and and, and asking how he wants us to be moved in, in this. And so the, every day when there's not always something more than what he's already invited us to through prayer or through um just whatever movement he inspires us to when we're praying about something that seems way bigger than us, you know, the refugees and those that need home, there's this opportunity for us to give each other refuge every day. When we do allow us to be part of each other's stories and when we do know um, that moment of, wow, this person just needs to occupy my testimony. They just need to be in awe that this happened. You know, they don't they don't need to have walked the road I walked towards all of this. They just get to be invited to the party. It's like the prodigal. They just get to be invited to the celebration, you know, and be part of that with us. And I think that's 
uh, we can still have that older brother place sometimes of, oh, yeah, well, here's all the stuff I had to do, you know, and kind of resent maybe that somebody else got to come right into the testimony. Um, I think we've shared this before, too, but Idge and I uh, were doing Tinted one day, and we were just really overcome because we're, we're knowing that our move to the barn is near, and, and there's definitely aw, but there's so much yay, you know, to that. But we had had some people visit um, in the past few months, which is awesome. <laughs> and uh, and we just had we were just really overcome by gratefulness that they got to experience the tent, like that they got to experience just a fraction of that as we as we go towards the barn altogether, and that there's no. Uh, loss for us because this person hadn't been through this whole part of the story and there's no loss for them having not walked through that part of the story because when we um when we're able to wait when we're willing to wait with him and you know the ache can be great and I heard Paul say this earlier to someone sometimes it just feels like the dream is bursting from you um because, you know, we haven't run out of dreams yet, <laughs> even as some are being completed. But sometimes it feels like it's bursting out of you or that ache is right on the edge of pain, you know, um, as you're as you're waiting. And we make that choice to wait with him and we begin to create this refuge for each other as we experience each other's testimonies. We experience um the fulfillment of something with another person, it's, you know, we're the ones saying, that happened already? And it changes the perspective of that person. Can you believe it's here now? Can you believe it happened? I didn't think it ever would be. And we we enter into that celebration. And I've been, I, I love hymns. Like, hymns are one of my favorite things ever. I just, I grew up with hymns. And I mean, oh, I, and I know we've talked about this before too. I love the hymnal. I let you know I'm still a person. I like books instead of my iPad. I love the smell of the paper. I love just the feel of the pages and all of that. But I I do love hymns, and so I've been in a study of hymns um, for the past few weeks. And uh, the one I was reading about today is Blessed Assurance which is a hymn I really do love. And uh, and my favorite part is is where it says, Jesus is mine. Like, because that's something we can all say. Like, you know, there's no comparison in that. It's just, Jesus is mine. It's like, yeah, he's mine too. And all of a sudden this communion starts. And I just, I love that, that we can actually say that. We can claim that he's mine. He's he's my beloved. And um, but I was looking at, as part of the study, it's kind of going into the authors of the uh, the songs, the hymns, and and where they were when they wrote this, and what they were walking through. And, and most hymns, you find, were birthed out of kind of adversity or a really tough place. Um, and uh, so this one, the author of Blessed Assurance is Fanny Crosby, and... Um, and I just love even like how she named it because I love naming. But assurance is a promise that comes with confidence. Like you receive not just the promise, but the confidence 
in order to see it come to fullness like that and not like he's gonna do this instantly he's gonna do this every way I thought he was gonna do it but he's gonna be with me through the entirety of the fulfillment and that's something that Pa and I for sure have found the greatest comfort and the greatest celebration and is he's gonna be with us that's our assurance he's with us unto the fulfillment of this promise that is given so Fanny Crosby became blind as an infant. So she wasn't born blind, but she became blind. And so we could consider that her lack was sight, you know, something we all have. And so she was very aware that there was something everyone around her had that she did not. So this is the perspective from which that she's writing this hymn. And and it's a perspective that we can often have in our day-to-day walk with each other, that person has something I do not, you know? And so here's this this amazing lady, Fanny Crosby. So she does not have what most other people around her don't have and or do have. And so she could look at this like, this is a gift that hasn't been given to me, you know? And they all got that gift, And so she has this line that I love so much, which is, visions of rapture burst in my sight. And it's like, how how amazing that she was able to write that. Like, she's blind. She doesn't have sight. Everyone around her does. But in this moment, she's writing about visions of rapture burst in my sight. And right before that, What it says is perfect submission, perfect delight, visions of rapture burst in my sight. Her sight was Jesus. Her sight was the one who was hers. Whatever she didn't have in that moment, she had in him. Like she was able to see it. She was able to experience it. She was able to be part of it because he was. And though that was in a much different way than all of a sudden her healing, you know, her blindness being healed, she was so able to enter into the promise of what was coming because he was hers and she was with him. And I was thinking of it this morning, you know, I, I'm just about as desperate as can be. And I understand when I'm saying this, this isn't the same as not having sight. I'm just saying the perspective kind of that the Lord gave me on it this morning. So if you want to argue, argue with Jesus. (laughs) But I was thinking, you know, I am so desperate to be able to either play an instrument or like paint. I just, I have all this expression in me and I don't have all these ways to get it out. And so, you know, my body has become an instrument. Um, it's, It's the instrument with which I worship, you know, and I've really found this place of delight there this place um, of just being yielded there that he doesn't have for me to go and take music lessons and learn all these things and then be able to do this, this, or this with it. He has for me to yield to him and to be abandoned to him in worship to a place where my body can be an instrument. And I've I've found such delight in that. And um, with art, you know, wanting to paint... um, you know, I do get to do that through writing, but but also I found this just utter enjoyment of of 
art in many forms, in many ways, and I get to enjoy it with him in a different way than if I was doing this great painting and I'm like, look what I did, you know? Um, Not that people who do art are saying, look what I did. (laughs) I don't mean that at all. I just mean for me, who's unable to do that. And I'm I'm saying this in a simplistic form because I, you know, there's other things where I can feel that there's lack, but with him as my vision, I get to see it realized somewhere through someone, and I get to celebrate that with him. Um, you know, I've always been a person who felt myself a little low in the talent pool. You know, I just didn't feel like I got a lot of the talents like that my family had or people around me had. And, you know, seemed like I needed to work harder to be able to do certain things. And um, I've just come to so appreciate those places now that could be seen as lack. Um, And like I said, I gave very simple viewpoints of that, of just what he reminded me of this morning. But, But we all have those areas where we feel there's a lack. We have something we're not able to do or something that, you know, someone else received and and we didn't, where we get to utterly let his vision burst on our sight, just burst in our sight, and we get to enjoy that with him through the people it's happening through, through each heart that's around us, you know, whether near or far, and really celebrate with him who is ours. He is mine. Jesus is mine. And celebrate that burst, that that just, um, that, rapture that happened that we get to be part of and celebrate with him instead of looking at the lack and when we do that we get to give somebody a place of refuge because maybe they have waited a long time and maybe someone's been waiting on him not with them because that changes everything but maybe they've been waiting on him and it just feels like you know the never-ending story the next chapter is not going to come and And when we occupy the space of each other, when we give each other a place to to celebrate and explore and to ache and to um, watch, you know, encourage each other to celebrate what's happening uh, in someone or where it looks like, wow, that was fast. And that person knows, yeah, fast if 10 years is fast, you know, kind of thing. We just get to encourage each other on and commune together on those celebrations and give each other a place to be. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we are are off to wherever we might be off to. We're off to do it. Yeah. I have a a surprise for the dunk tomorrow, so I've got to get get that pulled together. And um, yeah. And we've got to gather tonight, and we'll be very excited to be back there. And uh, looking forward to hearing your questions for the Q&A, to reading those as you email those to info. At blueflame47.com. Yes. And, uh, and we'll, we'll see how many come and start answering those next week. Yes, we will. Everyone have a lovely one. We love you so, so much. Bye. <laughs>